It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings. The show that's so nice, we do it twice. This is episode number two where we'll go over the 4 p.m. games, the Sunday nighter, and the Monday nighter in week 11 already in the NFL. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. Most of you already know that. You can always catch the highlight clips of all of our shows at Ross Tucker Pod or YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Really appreciate those of you that give us the thumbs up and subscribe and check out any of the videos there. He's the star of the show. His name's Joe Dolan of FantasyPoints.com fame. Just make sure when you go there to sign up, and you should. It's the best bang for the buck. You use the code 21FEAST. You can also check him out on social media, at FG underscore Dolan. Joe, we start... With the Bengals at the Raiders. Bengals off a bye. Raiders are not playing real well. No. I mean, how many times have Raider fans seen this before? Obviously, the the Raider organization has dealt with a lot of crap. Um, Some of it of their own doing. A lot of it of not. Um, But how many times have Raider fans seen this? Well, you know, we're 5-3. We got a chance to make a statement game on national television. And you take a crap in the middle of the field. I mean, that was a vintage Chiefs performance and a performance that the Raiders know all too well. Um, I got a theory about the Raiders, Ross. And I I understand, you know, with obviously Henry Ruggs being arrested, like, you don't plan for that. But I almost wonder, if they try to get too many guys involved, do you, have, do, you, do you have any feeling, on Ross, on an offense that might have too many cooks in the kitchen? That's interesting. Um, it just kind of feels... I don't think it should ever be that way. I think it should always just be going where the ball, where the coverage tells you to go. Yeah, but it's just like, you know, they, they, you know, they got Zay Jones involved. And, you know, oh, we have Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake, but got to get Jalen Richard on the field. Like, I don't know. It just sometimes it feels like to me guys can't get in a rhythm. Uh, it's just, I don't know, that's just a, a theory I have with the Raiders. I, it's a, I don't know if I can prove that, but it just kind of feels like sometimes teams that have, and we'll talk about one of those teams, by the way, uh, right here, uh, sometimes teams that have just too many guys involved, uh, guys aren't getting in a rhythm. You get Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if you saw Hunter Renfro's comment about Deshaun Jackson's fumble. It was hilarious. He said, focusing on the positives Outside of the fumble, that was a really good play. <laughs> Who said that? Hunter Renfro said that about Deshaun Jackson's fumble. <laughs> Yikes. So, uh, I mean, you know, Deshaun has had a history of doing too much. Um, he can still get open down the field. He can still fly. Um, Brian Edwards finally did something. But when it comes to the Raiders, the only guys I really trust here, I mean – I think Jacobs is going to rebound, but it, the game flow was just not in his favor against the Chiefs. Renfro is the guy, I can't believe I'm saying this, I trust the most right now. But that's how snake-bitten Darren Waller is. Darren Waller had a touchdown come back on a penalty. Um, 
Renfro, I trust. Waller, he's one of those guys you just got to play. We talked about it with Kyle Pitts on the last podcast. Yeah, look, I think Belichick's going to give him the Belichick treatment, but what else am I going to do? Who else am I going to play? I kind of feel that way about uh, about Darren Waller. Um, Derek Carr is a viable streamer, but I just have a feeling that the Raiders are just getting too many guys involved. You know, maybe Brian Edwards finally shows some signs of life, but it, it's a really difficult team for me to break down right now. I've got to be honest with you. What about for the Bengals? Not a difficult team for me to break down. I know that I know they've had some bad losses. That was a bad loss against the Browns, and you know the pick six really set the tone before the bye. But the, the Bengals are the Bengals are a four man team for me. Mixon, Higgins, Chase, and you can play Burrow in a good matchup. And I think this 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 can qualify. I think Joe Burrow is going to rebound coming out of the bye. The problem I have, Tyler Boyd. Joe Burrow throws forty passes in Week Nine. Tyler Boyd is targeted on two. Two of them. Oh, he has been the guy who's, even though his targets really, you know, you go and you dig into the numbers, the targets really aren't down that far for Boyd. It just feels like so many empty calorie performances. Um, And Nate Hobbs, the Raiders slot corner, is a solid player. Um, I really would try to avoid putting Boyd in my lineup if possible. But Joe Mixon's going to come out of this by healthier than he's been all year. And that guy's got league-winning potential, Ross. Let me tell you, the way he has been playing, when you get him in the open field, he has been awesome. Before we move on to Arizona and Seattle, because there's a lot to talk about there, I want to make sure everybody, Joe, including you, knows why I love small business owners so much. You know why? Because they overcome the odds. They rewrite the playbook. They deliver under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, it's a network working for everyone. All right. Joe, the Cardinals at the Seahawks. There's a lot of unknown about the Cardinals. Let me just say right now, I think Kyler Murray's going to play. Well, guess what, Ross? Literally right before we hopped on this podcast, Darren Urban, who works for the Cardinals' official website, has done so forever. Notice that Kyler Murray is practicing. Yep. So there you go. Uh, Colt McCoy comes out, doesn't play. I well could have told her. you that in the first. I could have told you that in the first half of the uh, of uh, the uh, Panthers uh, game. Cliff Kingsbury, they they decided, Ross, to uh, take their house money as far as they could. And, all right, let's cut our losses. Uh, now, the, the, the thing that actually made me a little more skeptical was the Rams actually getting beat for the second consecutive week. Might have given them a little bit more leash, but the Cardinals might sense a vulnerability here. Let's pull away. The one thing I would not expect Kyler Murray to do in this game, and he hasn't been doing it of late anyway, is running a whole lot. I think they're going to try to win from the pocket. Um then get him healthy over the bye. Uh, they got the bye in week 12, so I think they'll try to get him healthy over that bye. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Kyler's playing in this game. Um, I think uh, – I don't have an update on DeAndre Hopkins. Let me see if I can Let me see if I can find one right now. But Kyler's going to play, and it's going to raise the ceiling of this offense. And, look, I, sometimes guys just run hot. And even last week – even last week, when the Cardinals are getting shellacked by the by the pure vibe Panthers with Cam Newton back, 
James Conner does nothing all game. He gets in the end zone at the end of the game. Sometimes guys just run hot. James Conner's running hot right now. Um, from what I'm seeing, no spotting of DeAndre Hopkins in uh, the early going, but there is uh, – I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is a guy who has played without practice in the past, so we'll keep an eye on that. But Kyler Murray getting work in, that is good news for the Cardinals as they look to uh, come off their tough loss against the Carolina Panthers. Next game up, it, well, we got to talk about the Seahawks first. Yeah, so. Uh, because Russell Wilson, they got goose-egged, Joe. For the first time in Russell Wilson's career. And what did Pete Carroll do after the game? Got to run the ball. Russ, if you're ever going to cook, it's going to have to be in a different uniform, my friend. Um, unbelievable. Uh, DK Metcalf gets thrown out of the game, tries to check back in. Tyler Lockett, there, Russ, Russell Wilson's just targeting him down the field and nothing's happening. I think they're going to be okay. Um, I think things are going to be better for the Seahawks. Um, I'm still playing Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. One guy to keep an eye on, though. In Russell Wilson's starts, Gerald Everett has really started to come on as an option. But I'm burying the lead here. The Seahawks are going to run the ball more. Unfortunately for them, there seems to be increased pessimism that Chris Carson's going to be able to play. Uh, and I mean, like, at all, this the rest of this season. So just keep an eye on that. If they're going to come out running the ball, it's probably going to have to be with Alex Collins, whose stock might be on the rise right now, based on Pete Carroll's comments after last week's uh, drubbing by the Packers. The Cowboys are at the Chiefs. Oh, and I'm going to talk to Greg Cosell tomorrow, Joe about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense because he was awesome. In fact, he had the DraftKings performance of the week presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Take a look at this spice. 35 of 50, 406 yards, five touchdowns, 39.24 total fantasy points. He was uh, available for 7200 at DraftKings. Unbelievably impressive performance, Joe. The question is, I guess, is are you – I mean, I guess if people have Mahomes, they're starting them regardless. No. But yeah. are you expecting more DraftKings performance of the week presented by Bacardi Spice Rum from Mahomes, including this week, against the Cowboys? I am. And uh, first and foremost, um, not, to, not to step on Greg's toes, but reading Greg's – tape notes, which we publish at fantasypoints.com two weeks ago, even in that game for, uh, for Mahomes uh, in week nine, when they played the Packers, uh, uh, he said, despite the fact that he didn't put up numbers in that game, he thought it was a step in the right direction. Um, so it's always great to hear Greg's perspective because he thought Mahomes made better decisions in that game, was playing more within structure. And I'm guessing that all came to a head last week against the Raiders. Um, you know, I, he's still not playing at the consistent Mahomes level, but I do expect this is a matchup where he's going to be able to put up numbers. And I've got a funny feeling, Ross. I bet Tyreek Hill has heard all the Trevon Diggs chatter. I bet Tyreek Hill wants to put 200 on Trevon Diggs. <laughs> now, not to say he doesn't want to do that every week, 
I just got a feeling about it this week. I feel like Tyree Kill wants to run past Trevon Diggs and do the and do the uh, what what the peace sign. I think that's what he wants to do in this game. That is my that is my. I, let me just put it this way: If I was playing DFS, I'd be looking to get Tyree Kill in my lineups this week. Um, keep an eye on the status of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I discussed this with the Packers game on the last podcast, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire is actually averaging over a yard per carry more than Daryl Williams. And I bet fantasy players wouldn't expect that given the numbers Daryl Williams has put up a lot of that in the passing game, but it's, here's the whole point. I'd rather play Daryl Williams with no Clyde Edwards, Alaire than play Clyde Edwards, Alaire when Daryl Williams is also active. So you need to keep an eye on the status of Clyde Edwards, Alaire. What about uh, the Cowboys? They got their mojo back, Joe. They did. And um, one of the things that I really like, uh, from a fantasy perspective, they brought Michael Gallup back and instantaneously moved CeeDee Lamb back into the slot. That is good news for CeeDee Lamb's fantasy value, and it makes him, from this point on, my favorite receiver for the Cowboys because, look, you put a guy in the slot, he gets more advantageous matchups. I want that guy on my fantasy team. CeeDee Lamb is the guy. I mean, the Cowboys are the same team every week. You, you know, you play your guys. Maybe Gallup got added to the mix now. But CeeDee Lamb, big arrow pointing up because the Cowboys played him in the slot on about three quarters of his snaps this past week. Wow. Anything else in the Cowboys? I mean, they, you kind of play your guys. I mean, this is going to be a shootout. So Dak Prescott, Zeke, Amari Cooper, Gallup, Schultz, all of them in play. Um, obviously Prescott, Cooper, and Zeke are guys you start every single week. Sunday night's a mess, Joe. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's the Steelers at the Chargers. Chargers just put Tillery and Bosa on the COVID list. For the Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick's on it. Roethlisberger's still on it as we record Wednesday at 11.52 a.m. And I mean, T.J. Watts banged up. Yeah, so, so I don't think there's a think lot of unknown. Uh, yeah, and if it's Mason Rudolph, I mean, he hey, look, I know he threw 12 passes to Ray Ray McLeod, but I mean, they had to throw to somebody, they threw 50 passes in that game. Deontay Johnson still let him in targets. Uh, Friar Muth had the bad fumble, he'll rebound from that. He was just trying to fight for extra yards to get into field goal range. Um, it's, I, I doubt we're gonna have Chase Claypool. He's dealing with turf toe, which is, I don't know if you've ever had it, Ross, from what I understand. It is a biatch. I don't know if you ever had turf toe. I did. Um, it's one of the only uh, injuries that still stays with me. I never missed a practice with it. So mine wasn't very severe, mm-hmm. but yet I can feel it every once in a while. It's a torn ligament in your big toe. It's it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, it's, it's like one of those things like you hear about it and you're like, oh, you know, suck it up. And then you're like, and then you get it and, it, and it's a throbbing, just like awful pain. Um, I can't imagine what it's like for a guy who relies on speed. I just doubt we're going to have Chase Claypool in this game. Um, Deontay Johnson, obviously you start him. Najee, that, that, that was my big takeaway from the Steelers. All right, Mason Rudolph's in there, but at least Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris got theirs. Uh, McLeod, Fryermuth. James Washington, I mean, good luck picking them if it's Mason Rudolph. I obviously feel better about this offense in general, despite the, the the level Ben Roethlisberger has played at. I obviously feel better about the offense in general if uh, if Ben Roethlisberger plays in this game, and we just don't know at this point. 
As for the Chargers? Yeah, so Dwayne McFarland from Pro Football Focus. I know people are really panicking about uh, Mike Williams. And I think justifiably so. Since he got added to the injury report, his production has been horrible. But Dwayne McFarland said he thought watching the game that Mike Williams was getting wide ass open all the time. And Justin, Justin Herbert was just, you know, again, facing a defense that actually tried to get after him and did some creative stuff, struggled, unlike the Eagles defense uh, a couple of weeks ago. And right recently, it's kind of been just like all Keenan Allen for Justin Herbert. And uh, Austin Eckler, uh, I, I would think the, the, the Chargers throw the ball every week. But I would think this is a week to try to get Austin Eckler going. The Steelers just got their butts whipped on the ground by the Lions last week. See if the maybe the Austin Eckler can get you going here, help you establish some sort of consistency on offense. So Justin Herbert isn't dropping back so much and isn't isn't being put into mistakes, isn't getting hit. Um, obviously, things are better for Justin Herbert this week, though, because T.J. Watt is injured and Joe Hayden is banged up as well. So keep an eye on his status as well. Also, you need to keep an eye on your battery, especially as we get into the cold winter. And then you got to go to AutoZone. Why? Because they're number one. America's number one battery destination. They've got the proven, tough, Duralast batteries. They've got an extensive line of replacement batteries ready to fit your specific needs based on your make and model. Then the replacement battery started at just $79.99. So you can upgrade your battery without breaking your wallet. They have free battery testing and charging. Sometimes you might think it's your battery, but it's really your starter or your alternator or whatever. AutoZone also has that free battery charging. So if you just need a charge, they can help you with that too. Need I say more? The proof is in the pudding. Next time you're in need of battery help or to get your battery ready for harsh winter weather, start at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Joe, who's getting in the zone Monday night as the Bucks host the Giants? The Saquon is back, Ross. Um, unfortunately, welcome back, Saquon. Here's the Bucks run defense. Uh, if he's going to get it done, it's going to have to be through the air, and I expect he will. Daniel Jones, before the Giants buy uh, here, week nine, threw 20 passes. Five of the 20 were directed at wide receivers. Three to Kenny Galladay, one each to Kadarius Toney and Darius Slayton. Sterling Shepard did not practice yesterday, so let's keep an eye on his status. Galladay, a week healthier. Um, All right, he's like a wide receiver four for me. Kadarius Toney, until they get him more snaps and more routes, he's a wide receiver four. I don't like this matchup for the Giants overall, Ross. I got to be honest with you. Um, I think the Buccaneers are going to be pissed off. They lost to an inferior team. Um... Uh, Saquon, I if it look if Saquon plays, which it looks like he will, you gotta play him. I mean, you have to. That uh, D- Devonte Booker had been putting up some big numbers, especially in the passing game. That's where I think Saquon can make his impact. But the Giants are a wait and see team for for me on on the rest of the way. I think Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony are fringe wide receiver options against a team that I am absolutely certain is going to be mad after an unexpected and embarrassing loss. Yeah, what about the Bucks offensively? Um, Leonard Fournette is still a bell cow. Uh, I mean, they're they're playing from behind that entire game against Washington. Now, I don't think that's the case in this game, but they're playing from behind that entire game. And Gio Bernard is like nowhere to be found. 
He gets four four opportunities, um, and Ronald Jones doesn't even play. So Leonard Fournette is the Bucks running back in every single situation. Um, I'm a little surprised Mike Evans hasn't gotten more targets in the absence of Antonio Brown and Gronk. Obviously, um, this is we're, we're recording this on Wednesday. The Bucks don't even have to put out an injury report until Thursday. We'll see what's going on with AB and Gronk. Um, I, I'm skeptical on AB. I think he. I think uh, somebody noted he might have had a ligament injury, which doesn't sound good to me. Um, but uh, I think Chris Godwin, Mike Evans have to be in your lineup. I mean, Mike Evans has been disappointing, but those two, uh, Leonard Fournette and Tom Brady, are all in your lineup, and I think Brady is going to be po'd. I think he's going to have a big time game against the Giants. Yeah, uh, I think he will be locked in as well, Joe. I agree. Make sure you check out Joe on social media at FG underscore Dolan. His content's terrific over at FantasyPoints.com where you can use the code 21FEAST for a discount, and you should. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. I usually retweet all of our shows, but you can also hit us up at Ross Tucker Pod. And you can always watch the show or the highlight clips of this and other shows, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Don't forget, if you want the free Madden, myfrontpagestory.com. I'm stuffed. We're done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 800 with it by the way if what i was talking about included a deposit bonus doesn't always sometimes it does deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.